Alright, moving on for tonight's open space, we are now joined by students from Juchengchu Secondary School, Yunlong. Welcome everyone! We're going to cover quite a serious topic, but in a light-hearted way. Before we get to that, let's have the students introducing themselves. Hi, we are all from 5E, and I'm Sharpay. I'm Lavender. I'm Natalie. I'm Polo. Welcome to our studios, everybody. Now, we're going to talk about the landfill problem that we have over here in Hong Kong. First up, how serious is this problem? That's really serious problem. Mm. Um, even in Hong Kong now, have free landfills, but it's um, near September. Traded by 2020. Yeah. And yeah, it's quite a serious problem we need to face. Um, also, um, because uh, the landfill is near saturated, we need to find some and other solution to solve this problem. Yeah, we got to get really creative and we got to be on the ball. You know, we got to be really throwing in the action already because like what Sharpay just said, we've only got less than six years mm-hmm. to solve this problem. It's yeah. so immediate. What's the worst case that could happen if we cannot solve this by 2020? Um, I think it may be the rubbish may not have some space to deal with. Mm. Maybe we can see the rubbish on the street everywhere. (laughs) So it's quite dirty for us. Yeah, it would be terrible. Now, what kind of waste or rubbish are we talking about here that we can actually do something quickly about? Um, I think it may be the food waste can be the first priority to deal with. Because the food waste have Nearly 3,600 tons were sent to the landfill every day. Wow. Can you imagine it is equal to 300 double-deck purposes? <gasps> every day? Yes. That's crazy. Uh, but I think it can be solved the amount of the food waste because we can donate the food that we are not being donated to yeah. the some needy because they may not able to spend so much money for buy for buying the food. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I mean if it's just more than 300 double decker bus of food mm-hmm. being thrown out, you might as well feed it to people, you know, consume them and not let them go to waste. Wow, that is shocking figures. Thank you, Lavender. Mm-hmm. Um what else can we do about the waste over here in Hong Kong? What kind of other waste we can actually do something about? Um, I think we can maybe a charge to our citizens right. to raise, raise their awareness of this serious problem in Hong Kong. Hmm. Um, some research, research found out that the Sustainable Development Co- Committee suggests that the charge should be around $30 to $74 right. per month. Okay. Um, according to the volume of household waste and the building waste, um, the charge should be like the the range that um but some of the environmental groups are concerned about the the waste the money waste should not be so fair to the poor people hmm. um or some people that that not make too much garbage and they need to pay the same level of money right. so it is not too fair okay well 
Hong Kong might actually need something like that to get people's attention, yes. right? Because yeah. Hong Kong is so business-minded, very mm-hmm. money-oriented. So making people pay literally will get them to think about how much waste they are producing, how to save up some money if there is such a penalty. Okay, that is a good idea. What else can we do? I think instead of working uh, at the source of the rubbish, I think we should solve the landfill problem immediately. I suggest to build some incinerator to burn the rubbish. Right. Building an incinerator is better than the landfill expansion. Although there are many arguments against the building of incinerator, Mm. we must find a way to solve the problem straight away. Yeah, one of the biggest arguments would be where should it be, right? Nobody wants to live right next to an incinerator. (laughs) Okay. Living beside the incinerator is not as bad as we think. Yeah. In Japan, there are many incinerators beside the beside the home beside their home, and it's it's not so bad Hmm. because we have many technology to solve the smell problem. And and the air pollution, we we can reduce the effect of this. So it's not as bad as we think. Okay, well that's really encouraging to know. Let's keep on looking around us in other cities, maybe within the Asian region, like Polo was mentioning in Japan. Is there any successful examples that we can look into for inspiration? I mean, what are the other cities doing? Um, may I give an example for Taiwan? Sure. And. Um, in before Taiwan have a huge number of rubbish, but they have decided to build up build up many incinerator. But they have do the reduction waste reduction in source at the same time when the incinerator is already to use, but they don't need them because the because they have already reduced their waste. Oh, that's really good. Yes. It's almost becoming a plan B then. They yes. have two Safety in net. the same time, but one is not useful for them. Right. Now. Okay. Well, that is good to know. Well, I got to say there are plenty of things that we can do individually in our homes, mm-hmm. domestically, or if we are visiting or purchasing things outside, we can actually try to rethink, say for example, for food, how much food can we want to eat, right? Not, let's not over-order, not get too excited when we see a menu and, oh, I want everything. So that is one way to just do our parts, really, on a daily life basis to save waste. And uh, yeah, let's hope that the government can do something about it as well. Good ideas coming from you guys. We just heard from Sharpay, Lavender, Natalie, and Polo, and they're all coming from Chu Chu Secondary School, Yunlong. Thanks for sharing your ideas with us.